praise in my solo cup. That's communion, who you fooling? We gon' pass it around. Yeah, we zooming, yeah, we zooming. Got the gas to the ground. Skirt, skirt. Playing old Kirk Franklin on the way to church. church. Yeah, gospel been the wave, so you know I sip, sip. I get lost in the cross, God put in work, work. You ain't talking about that, you ain't saying much. Hold up, hit the brakes. Hold up. You might miss the wave. Oh. I want to welcome you back to Don't Take Wooden Nickels. You hears me. And this is your brother, Yule. Listen, I was meditating on this situation. And even the word that comes from it um, this morning, um, God woke me up this morning. Amen. I know that's a cliche Christianese statement, but it's a true one, especially in the COVID environment that we live in and I'm, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where we just violent here. I hate to say it like that, but we're just violent here. Um, so there you're dealing with just death from a natural sense. You're dealing with death from COVID. And the more you live, you realize that someone is really going to die around you every day. So it make, gives you a heart of gratitude to just wake up. So then, you know, the old Baptist songs, my, see, I'm my, my background is Baptist. You hear, you hear the statements like God woke me up this morning and I can't complain. And you realize how much, humility and grat gratitude it took to make that statement. We, I used to internalize that statement and be like, oh, that's just a Christian church statement. What are they talking about? Uh, I just, all I had to do was keep on living and now I understand it quite clearly. I don't take any day for granted. I know I'm getting deep into the podcast and ain't, this ain't even the, where I want to go. This ain't even where I want to go. But it, I'm just grateful to, to wake up, amen. I know that's that's crazy to say in this state, in this lifetime, but I'm just happy to be alive. I'm grateful for it. Um, let's get into what the pod is talking about today. So back to what I was saying. God woke me up this morning. And on my mind, I started to think about the uh the Sakari Richardson situation. Um and let me just give you some highlights. If just in case you've been living under a rock, you may have. Sakari Richardson is a 21-year-old female amazing track athlete. Happens happened to go to the amazing LSU University, Louisiana State University. Um, and now she tried out for the Olympics one of the fastest women in the world. She qualified for the Olympics with a, I believe a world record breaking um, performance to get into the Olympics. Ends up finding out that her biological mother died by a news reporter. When she finds this out, she's training for the Olympics and Preparing to race to go to the Olympics, right? So on June the 28th, if I'm not mistaken, 
it was revealed that Shakari Richardson um, tested positive for marijuana. And the um, Olympic Committee decided to suspend her for 30 days um, based on that positive test. Sakari accepted responsibility. Sakari the next day went on air and said, I knew what I was doing. I did it anyway. And I'm moving on now. Um, I'm um, paraphrasing, but she did make the statement, I knew what I was doing and I did it anyway. However, the backlash from Sakari not uh, being suspended had the internet in uproar for about two or three days. You know how the internet do. You know how the internet do. Al Gore's internet do this. We passionate, we concerned for a day and a half, and afterwards, we may be passionate and concerned for two, two days, if we lucky. Then it becomes old news, and then we're passionate and concerned about something else. Well, it's been about a week since that story broke, probably a week and a half, two weeks possibly. I'm still passionate. I know that's not, uh, I'm still talking about it. I know that's not the norm because social network is a microwave, fast pace. Be concerned in this amount of time or now it's relevant. That's just not me, though. I need to marinate. See, what I have learned, especially when it comes to the Internet and social networks, is when something breaks and everybody, uh, I was going to say pretend. That may be the word. That may be the word. When everybody gives their opinion, um, just be quiet. Gather facts and formulate your opinion and possible judgment on truth and an educated synopsis of what you gathered, right? Don't rush to state anything because a lot of times what we do is we give our real time raw emotions on something. And though I uh, understand that, I'm trying to word it here correctly, though I understand that is not usually wise, giving your raw emotions because with fact, facts come new revelation. So me giving my raw emotion may be ignorant in that moment. It may lack information. And now I gave this raw emotion based on how I felt at the moment and possibly without information. And, and a lot of information. And then when I get information, I have to make another statement, right? So just be patient is what I'm, I'm saying. I've, I've learned to be patient. I wasn't always like that. So I don't knock anyone who give me their raw emotions. I understand to just be patient. Let stories play out. And when they play out, then provide my 
opinion once all the information has been gathered or 90% of information has been gathered and then make my dis my opinion my opinion based on the information gathered and of course with God that's how I play the game I play the game with God my boy my God I did some of that golfing listen so I'm gonna say this with all the information that was provided and what we know now. I support 100% Sakari, right? I support it 100%. The thought process in having to navigate at a 21-year-old, the death of your mom, you didn't know. Like a news reporter had to give you that information, had to be devastating. And I know this is not going to be the opinion everybody else have and at this point bless you bless you baby in the city and in the field nobody caring about y'all opinion um or if you like what i say this is how i am right now I'll get used to that but what i want to say is this i don't want her to go to the olympics you hears me i i don't care i've lost a parent <laughs> Let that girl grieve. You don't know what would have been triggered by her racing in the Olympics. What mental breakdown she would have had for racing the Olympics. How she's blaming herself for practicing and not spending time with her mother right now. Let her get counsel. Let her grieve right now. Let that girl grieve. Even if she don't want to watch the Olympics, if she never want to race again, I'm not saying that she that's what she going to do. But I will understand because that may be a trigger for her. And that's OK. Let her grieve. I don't want her going to the Olympics. I care about her mental health more than I care about us repping USA and she running. That's me. I care about her mental health more. That's more important to me. So I prefer her not to go to the Olympics. If someone, excuse me, if someone can tell you I did something knowing the consequences, yet I still did it. And you don't decipher that as, wow, this person is hurt. Now put it on the magnitude of I'm running for a chance to get a gold medal at the Olympics. I knew the protocol that smoking weed will be is one of the substance that is barred from the Olympics. And I could possibly be on probation for the Olympics, suspended for the elections, the Olympics, not go to the Olympics. Yet I still did it. And you don't adjust your mentality and think about how hurt that person must be to do that. Then fam, we just think a little different. And our importance and what we see view as importance a bit different. I see the hurt. Now everybody wasn't like that. Everybody didn't see the hurt. We want to point to why we should be legal. 
And if that's your thing, that's your thing. Listen, I'm on the side, me personally, that the marijuana should be legal. I've seen much more deaths from alcohol. I've seen much more trauma from alcohol. I've seen much more trauma from alcohol. I've seen car accidents from alcohol. I've seen some from weed too. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. But much more deaths with alcohol than any other type of substance that you can imagine, right? And it's legal. Alcohol is legal. The difference is you can make much profit from alcohol. And now they're learning to uh, make profit from, from weed. So guess what? It's legalized in some states here. That's not the issue to me, though. Weed isn't the issue to me. And should it be legalized um, from testings in, in the Olympics? Like, I think that conversation needs to be had. But if they choose not to, because this is the Olympics, this is more than one country. So they have a whole board. I believe it's the IOC. The whole entire board is... Uh, founded of more than one country so they all have to come to that conclusion not just united states and our thinking and our democracy way of life the other states too they have to come the other states the other countries as well they have to come to that conclusion as well and i think that how you feel may not be how someone in turkey feels and i think you have to um, have that type of mind state as well. But nevertheless, it is a rule now, right? And Sakari took responsibility for that rule now. But this is what has been troubling to me. Sakari took responsibility. It's a rule now. I done already told you. I don't want the girl to go to the Olympics because I care for her, her mental health a bit more than seeing her race. That's just, I don't want to be entertained. I want to make sure that she's okay. That's me. But anyway, anyhow, she accepted responsibility. As of taping up this podcast, she's not going to the Olympics at all, by the way. The United States thought it was better for not, her to not even be on the relay team which she can qualify for. I think they kind of think what I think. Baby girl, your mental health is more important than you running. Um, however, you get the streets, AKA the internet. That's why I'm gonna call the streets. I'm gonna call it the internet, the streets. You get the streets, AKA the internet. Talking about Michael Phelps. And everybody else, a Shelby Hulinha, who's another Olympic tr uh, uh, track runner. Why they didn't bring in them up like Sakari? Keep the same energy. Listen, we got to stop doing that, though. I said what I said. We have to stop doing that. We have to... This. The young lady took responsibility. We have to stop. We have to stop. We have to, we have to stop 
blaming other people when when we don't want to take accountability. What I have learned more in this situation is we really just don't like accountability. I don't know when that word has become a cuss word to society, but we will we will delegate. We will blame others. We will point. We will say you a hypocrite. We'll do all of these things except a take accountability for what we have done. I'm like, yo, this young 21-year-old lady took accountability and responsibility for what she done. Let's talk about the, the root, the issue, her mental health, why she did it. We want to talk about why we should be illegal. That's a subtopic. We want to talk about um, Michael Phelps and we didn't have the same energy for him, which we did. We want to talk about how this white woman who run track, who was banned for four years, banned for four years, that 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 it wasn't a news story like Sakari. Because she accepted she 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 took that ban and kept it moving. That's why it's not the same type of story. She got banned four years. We have to stop doing that. And you know, and you know what this reminds me of? In the garden. Yeah, I'm going to bring it back to the Bible. Yeah, here's me. In the garden. When that boy Adam, when God's asking Adam. Where he is. And Adam through the white, the woman through Eve under the bus and even God himself under the bus. That boy, Adam, cold-blooded, boy. Adam told God, you shouldn't gave me the tree. I'm paraphrasing. He threw Eve under the bus. He blamed a woman. Well, a woman ate the apple, really. Now, God gave him the instructions. <laughs> that boy threw Eve under the bus, and then he even tried to turn it around and blame God. And we're doing the same exact thing here in this situation. You see how nothing new is under the sun? We still doing the same stuff? We still doing the same stuff. So we want to blame Michael Phelps. We want to point to Michael Phelps. Keep the same energy for him. Michael Phelps got banned six months, man. Six months, man. It's not the same. It's not the same situation. Let's talk about her mental health, though. Let's talk about what, what, why she did what she did. As opposed to say what she did shouldn't be an issue. Or what she did should be legalized. That's a lack of accountability. That's a lack of accountability, y'all. I don't care what nobody tell me. Is it should it be legalized? I I I think so. It should be. But that's not the issue here. The issue here that it was. And you have to be accountable for what was the law? You don't get to break the law and then say, hey, it shouldn't be a law. That may be true. And I agree. I may even agree. It shouldn't be a law. 
but it is one. And since we broke it, we have to be held to the consequences of breaking it. Now, we can question why it's a law, but if you broke it, you still have to pay the consequences of breaking it. You don't get vilified. You don't get uh, abolished. Excuse me. That's the word that I want to use here. You don't get abolished be based on what you feel because that's our issue. We love to we love to justify our emotions and that's OK. You should. You, you, you should. You, but but justifying your emotions don't make you right. We want to justify what we do a lot more than we want to take accountability. And that's what's scary to me. That's a scary thought process to me. Why is that so scary? Because we're never growing doing that. If you're never taking accountability, if you're never taking responsibility for the things that you have done, how can you grow? If you're always justifying what you're doing, whether it's right or wrong, if you're always justifying what you do, where is growth? Tell me where would you grow? Why don't we think chastising or responsibility or accountability is love? That's another question I want to ask right now. Why don't we think that's a form of love? Why don't we think that's a form of growth? Why don't we think that is the form of <sighs> I'm, I'm passionate, y'all. Why don't we think that's a form of purpose? That's not excluding that there is it will be issues that you will have to navigate and just and journey through. I'm not excluding that. I'm saying take accountability accountability. When you're wrong, though, and be okay with it, you'll get you you will get always much more respect for someone taking accountability of your actions than someone who justify what they did. Now you will have you will have a committee that will will pat you on your back for justification, but it won't be any growth in that situation. How can you grow if you are okaying everything you're doing? How can you grow from that? When every time I do something, I'm okaying what I do. As opposed to navigating, ex examining myself mentally and taking accountability for whether it was right or wrong. Morally. Um, rule wise. And saying, yo, that was wrong. How can I get better? Or what's the underlining? What's the root here? What's the underlining theme here? Why would I do that knowing this, right? Why would I do that knowing this to get to the root of the issue? Because a lot of times we justify branches. We justify um, reactions to something that's a hidden factor underneath. Right. A lot of times we do that. So there's an issue underneath a root underneath that we're not attacking. We're not talking about. And we're justifying the branch and we never help that person, us. We never help us, our people 
behold or be free or heal properly. We justify what they're doing as opposed to, man, why are you doing that? Asking the questions. They're tough questions, but asking them, you know, why are you doing this? To get to the root of the problem to help a person heal properly. And that's a deeper level with society. So I can always justify your actions. I can always uplift your body positivity. I can always uplift your, if you question your identity and make you feel okay, okay with that. But have I helped you? Is my question, have I truly helped you? Have I truly encouraged you? And I'm not saying do that in a mean way because holding someone accountable don't mean you have to do it in a jerkish way. Like uh, she, she, she got what she got. Like condemning and holding someone accountable is two different things. Again, what I realize is people don't have an issue with judgment. People have an issue with negative judgment, a.k.a. condemnation. Like people have an issue with condemnation. They don't have an issue with judging because if I judge someone properly, if I should have judged someone in a proper context or a positive context, ain't going to be no one that's saying, oh, you judging me. If I, if I happen to say, Sakara is beautiful. She's an excellent runner. She's, she, she's, she, she's. She has a bright future in front of her. The girl is uh, persistent and, and, and she took responsibility. She did everything she needed to do. And guess what? I truly appreciate her for that. And I'm inspired by her for that. I just made judgments there. I just made judgments there. But you don't receive that as a judgment. You will never hear someone say, oh, you judging but if I do say, oh, Sakari, she got what she deserved. You didn't like what I said there. So now you judging me. No, I judge you negatively and you didn't like it. So the issue isn't judgment. The issue is negative judgment and you received it. As condemnation and it can be condemnation those two things aren't exclusive they can be negative judging harsh judging can be a form of condemnation so we don't have an issue with judging we have an issue with condemnation negative judgment and I think that's important to uh, pull up from here as well and you don't want to not receive accountability because of condemnation. Accountability and condemnation is two different things. Accountability is taking and being accountable, taking ownership for the things you're responsible for. Condemnation is I'm judging you in a harsh, negative manner based on something you did. That you may be accountable for. Those aren't the same things. So what can we learn from here? I'm going to wrap this thing up. I'm just talking. What we can learn from here is. To first be. Empathetic of people. Love people. Give grace to people. Without condemning them. But that doesn't mean. 
we can't hold them responsible for what they did. And we have to stop looking at surface level situations and 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 point into the surface level thing and under and, and start digging deeper into why surf, sur, surface level situations are surface level situations. There's a reason why it's a surface level situation. And start being empathetic when you point and start asking questions to the root. Again, I don't care if she ever raced for the Olympics. Now, that's God has gave this girl gifts and talents. She's going to run. But my thought process is her mental health. What if there's a trigger every time she get ready to prepare for a race based on the news she heard about the death of her mom and in her heart she, that she always battles that, right? Because that could, that could be true. And she said, I no longer want to race. Will you still love her? If she say, I no longer want to race. Because every time I want put on this track outfit, I think about the death of my mama. And it's just too unbearable, unbearable for me to race. Would you still care about Sakari? I would. I would. I would still want her mental health to be her more, the more important thing. That would be more important to me than to seeing her race. Now, I pray that's not the case. I pray her gifts shine bright. But what if, right? Do we care? Or are we still going to blame marijuana? All right. Do we care about her? That's what I'm asking. So listen. Let, we got we can do both things. We can say, hey, I'm glad she took responsibility. And now she can move on and be and heal properly, because that's more important to me. As opposed to pointing to, hey, marijuana shouldn't be legal should be legal and it shouldn't even be an issue that may be true but it is that may be true but it is but if it wasn't an issue and she took cocaine we still we still removing a bar we still pointing to where cocaine shouldn't be an issue okay what if it isn't what about hair wrong okay what if it is what you put you insert another drug, right? You insert the other drug. We gonna keep we gonna keep move, we gonna keep changing the bar. Are we are, are we gonna say hey, let's see what's wrong here, right? And this is not me uh, co-signing rules. That specific rule. Let me say that. This is me saying, hey, the rule is the rule. Whether I agree with it or not, that's a different conversation. Let's hold people accountable for what they've done, right? Let's do that. And still love them. We can do both. We can do both. 
But listen, I'm praying for you, Sakari. Sis, I support you 100%. My queen. Not only are you going to succeed, you've already succeeded. You come from Dallas, Texas. The world know who you are, baby. Right there, you've already done more than most. But you're going to break barriers, not by your running, but by the conversations you're going to create. I salute you. Let's get more gold medals, sis. And you ain't got to do that for America at all. I don't doubt. I love you. And your mental health is more important to me. Listen, man, I'm just hitting everything today. I'm passionate, y'all. This is don't take Wooden Nichols. This is your brother. You'll let's start conversations on mental health. All right. Let's start conversations on accountability and holding each other accountable and rules being rules. And yes, we can change them, but let's 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 not break them and then say, hey, that, that should be a rule. Let's not do that. Let's obey them and change them. And once they're no longer rules, then let's do what we do. You heard me. I love y'all. Y'all have a blessed one. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you for listening to Don't Take Wooden Nickels. I do not take that for granted. I'm honored and I need you to do something while you still here. Rate the podcast, rate it five stars, and also subscribe so you can know when new podcasts are coming out. We appreciate you. I thank you. Don't take wooden nickels because they don't spin. Peace.